entering the Shah. Cassandra could still hear Pat's words and warnings like an echo in the distance. An echo that chases you in the ears and in the head. She closed her eyes to let the splash of water on her skin erase those annoying sounds in her mind. She desperately wanted to focus on her future and would not allow an absent past or an incredible present to become a hindrance. She had decided right from the start to follow the wave of this absurd adventure and she would have done it until the end. Despite Pat's legitimate resistance And then that bizarre story of the double. Ah, how much she would have liked to be faced with the truth of this type. Instead of living with the idea of having senseless superpowers. Not that it had ever occurred to her to investigate a little more about her life. Whatever and wherever it had been, but she felt an even stronger need to try to live a new dimension as the only and best form of existence for her. She too had flashbacks of moments she had never lived consciously and certainly not in this timeline but nothing could be compared to the energy that was keeping her well anchored to this present She opened her eyes and got out of the shower. With her hand, she wiped away some of the steam from the mirror and took a good look at herself. What she saw did not displease her at all and she smiled at herself. She then started getting ready for the night and felt genuinely excited, just like a little girl about to go to her high school prom. Pat was muttering something as he too was dressing to go out and accompany her. Am I okay? Cassandra interrupted him beaming in her hot pink retro dress. Pat looked up, resigned to the idea of another hellish night. 
you look very beautiful tonight. But I want what I'm about to say to be recorded or written as an epitaph on my grave. That I totally disagree with this madness of going to meet the federal police in a Cuban dance school. Cassandra smiled as the cardiacs fill the room with Is this the life? Not even 20 minutes later they were both sitting at the bar of the Carmen Arte's dance school. Ramon's father had recognized Cassandra and was entertaining her with a detailed description of the mojito he was preparing for her while Pat was trying at all costs to avoid being captured by Mrs. Carmenate like the last time. A small orchestra was playing Bruca Manigua and the floor had begun to fill up. The atmosphere was warm and a certain general exuberance became tangible. Come on, try to relax, Cassandra said to Pat, handing him the first of the two mojito specials the Papa Carmenate had prepared for them. Pat took the sip. Trust me, Cassandra, if I could, I'd ask my fucking double to take over tonight. Cassandra burst out laughing. Let's dance. Cochrane had practically appeared out of nowhere, holding out his hand. The orchestra was playing Donde Estabas 2, while Cochrane and Cassandra gained the centre of the floor, like a pair of close-knit dancers, never taking their eyes off each other's. Ah, what magnificent dancers, and what a passion, Mr. Carmenate exclaimed, seeking confirmation in Pat's silent ascent. Pat was already sure he could not take it anymore. Cassandra, on the other hand, was finding in Cochrane's steadfast and attentive guidance a sense of comfort and abandonment that seemed to have been missing for more than a lifetime. And Cochrane, for his part, seemed to have reconnected to life itself. What if I told you now that I would like to leave with you? To leave together, Cochrane told her, not feeling 
felt all the weight of the words he was speaking out. Cassandra looked him in the eyes, this time with the intention of finding some good excuse not to say yes. But after a few moments of fruitless search, she just nodded. A few minutes later, the two had already got into the car and were ready to leave. Sitting next to Pat, Raman Carmenate had also witnessed the scene with a half smile on his lips. Mr. Floyd, Pat watched the young agent hand him another mojito and gracefully show the FBI badge. Am I in trouble, agent? Pat asked. After the first large sip, Carmenate smiled at him. Not at all. But it would be better if you followed me. There is some important information that we need to share. You have nothing to fear. Pat finished his drink. What will become of my partner? He asked him with some apprehension. Carmenati sighed. Detective Cochrane is a man of value and absolute trust. You do not have to worry about your friend. As the two were leaving the room, they were intercepted by Carmenati's mother. Ramon, what are you doing? Are you leaving and taking your friend away so soon? Are you not even going to give him a chance to dance with your mother? Ramon looked at Pat. Please take me to jail, but don't do this to me, he desperately whispered to him. Ramon laughed. Nobody is thinking of putting you in jail, but I understand that it can be a valid alternative to a mambo with my mother. Pat sighed. No offense, of course. Ramon handed him a nice cold Cubanero and led him to the exit.